Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. It is a Monday night in beautiful downtown wet Everett, Washington. It's time for Prep Sports Weekly for this week. Tom Lafferty here. Steve Willits is here. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Uh, not as wet as it was earlier, by the way. It did stop oh, raining no. finally. But, ooh, driving around to, a, to get some of these interviews in earlier and a little bit on the wet side tonight. But we're okay. We're, we're nice and warm now. We're ready we'll to take go. it. Today's show brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, Community Transit, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, and by Screen Printing Northwest. Big show tonight. Yeah, full show tonight. And in just a moment here, we're going to hear from Jeff Larson. He is the boys basketball coach over at Snohomish High School. They are about 15 minutes away from tipping off against Shorecrest over at Snohomish. Just came from there about 90 minutes ago and did an interview with Jeff to get his perspective on his first year back at his alma mater as the head basketball coach. We're then going to talk a little cleats versus cancer. That's the uh, football game that a lot of our players locally, or a handful of our players locally, are going to be playing in over at uh, Popkini Stadium on Monday. And that is a a showcase for high school seniors who uh, college coaches will be out there watching them. But it's so much more than that, too. It's a a game that will benefit uh, and raise a lot of awareness for cancer. Jessica Sparks is the director for the game. Her husband, Derek, has been on the show with us before. He was the former director of the event, the founder of the event. Unfortunately, Derek passed away um, due to his own battle with cancer last year. So Jessica now runs the event. So she's going to join us along with a former friend of the shower. Still a friend of the sure. show, just former regular guest of the show, Michael Bumpus, former coach over at Monroe High School. You can hear him on another station up the dial a little bit during the week. Now, uh, Bump is also helping out with this event, and I think he is in charge of the uh, the game itself or the game activities or whatever. We'll, we'll get his title when he comes on. And we're then going to talk a little Lake Stevens boys basketball tonight. Alex Iverson is the new head coach over there this year. He, along with eight of his players, joined me earlier tonight, and we got a big group interview over at the high school, so we'll hear from them. And then on the final segment of the show tonight, it's the Russell and Hill Female Student Athlete of the Month for December, Vivian Barrett, star basketball player for Stanwood High School, a University of Hawaii commit. She, along with the uh, new head coach over there, Dustin Swanson, will join us tonight. Very good. Today's show brought to you by GSR Rental in Monroe, Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, by Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD, Everett Engineering, and by Marysville Toyota. Monday night basketball taking place at Snohomish High School tonight. JV action going on right now as we speak between Shorecrest and Snohomish with the Panthers taking on the Scots later on this evening and joining us right now, the head coach for the Snohomish Varsity Boys Basketball Team, the first-year coach here, Jeff Larson. We had Jeff on the radio show back in the spring, and for those that don't recall, was the Glacier Peak principal for the last few years, stepped away, or last five years, stepped away from being the principal there, took a job as a teacher and the basketball coach at his alma mater, Snohomish. Jeff First of all, uh, nice to come back home sometimes, isn't it? Oh, Steve, good to see you. Uh, 
you know, they say, isn't there a saying that you can't come home or something like that? I, I think you can. <laughs> I think you can come home. <laughs> How surreal is it to come home, though? I mean, obviously, a few years have passed. Not only that, but you, not only were you the principal, you were the principal at the school yeah. that in some ways is the rival school, albeit not in the same conference with the different classification size. But nonetheless, uh, Glacier Peak, Snohomish, there's always a rivalry there. Working for the, uh, the other team, if you will, and now you're over here at Snohomish. What has that been like for you both as a teacher and as a coach this year? You know, a lot of people have asked me that, and it's hard to put in the words. Uh, Mike Harkins, one of our assistants, is also an alum. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, with Nate being the principal, sometimes we'll, because uh, we really haven't spent much time on campus since our high school days. Mm -hmm. And although the campus is different in a lot of ways, you know, A building is still there, the gym is still there, the courtyard's still there. And I'll find myself, even this week, walking through the courtyard and memories that I haven't had in 30 years will come back to me and I'll just stop. And it's, you know, what's really cool is, is, is I'm reminded of why I loved it here as a, as a kid, as a student so much. And that pride I had then, um, it hasn't changed. I sit in the gym and, and the memories come flooding back, the, the good times and the tough times. But I guess the word to sum it up is just pride, gratefulness and pride. The, the coaching job itself, obviously, and we should point out, you, you were a head coach. And give us your resume a little bit. I know Redmond and a few other stops along the way. Yeah, I was uh, coached for a lot of years, um, assistant for a few years at Redmond Eastlake, uh, but then took my first head coaching job in Idaho for, uh, for five years and got a phone call in 2003. Uh, asking if I was interested in coming back to Redmond, um, possibly as the head coach. So I worked with Mike Kelly for a year. I was his assistant, but then took the head job uh, for eight years. Um, tremendous experience. Uh, Redmond treated me great. I student taught on the Lake Washington School District. I was a sophomore boys basketball coach there, a JV coach and a head coach. Spent a little bit of time as an AD at Redmond High School. Um, as an assistant principal at Redmond High School. So Redmond treated me very well. I, I never... I said I was, you know, I couldn't see myself leaving being uh, the basketball coach at Redmond. Um, never say never, opportunities come and things happen. Um, and I went into admin for 10 years, but I, it's not because I didn't want to teach and coach. Mm -hmm. In fact, the day that I resigned um, coaching at Redmond, I uh, brought the, the guys into what we call the team room right there in the main gym, and I got about 10 seconds into the announcements and just broke down. And while I was excited to, to take on the next challenge, there was part of me that wasn't ready to stop. Mm -hmm. and, and my wife knows that, my, my mom and dad <laughs> know that, and um, when the opportunity presented itself, I, I looked at my wife and I said, what do you think? And she goes, y you've got to go for it. And, and that's all I needed. And um, ag again, just so grateful to the Snohomish School District for even giving me the chance to interview and have a chance to get back into coaching. It's, it's truly my first love. Um, I feel 20 years younger. Um, and I haven't been this happy in a long time. <laughs> well, that was my next question I was going to ask you because I... He, he, Time has elapsed, and we, we all age, and, and I'm kind of in the same age category as you, and uh, sometimes the, the energy, sometimes it's harder to find it in various ways, maybe more so than it was 10 or 15 years ago. How has it been different this time around, and maybe in some ways has time kind of uh, given you some perspective on things, maybe more than you maybe you didn't have the first time around? Yeah, for sure, and, and let me clarify someone I say I haven't been this happy. Uh, that, that doesn't mean I was unhappy before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so, so proud of the work at Glacier Peak and other places. Is just, you know, when you get to, I feel like a kid again, mm -hmm. you know, put it that way. Um, what I've learned is, is 
I'm not as quick as I used to be. So my body tries to do things on the court. Uh, my mind wants to do things, but my body won't quite let me. So I've had to had to scale back some of the uh, some of my enthusiasm on the court. But what has happened in the past ten years is being an administrator but also a parent. Um, I have two boys now. I didn't before when I coached. Mm-hmm. It is very much a different perspective. I, when, I'm, when I'm in practice or at games and, and it's emotional, you know, before as a single guy who knew nothing else, uh, you, I had tunnel vision. And, and it was the most important thing in the world, and it's all that mattered was was basketball. Um, while it's still important, and it, while we're doing it, I think it's the most important thing going on in, in these kids' lives at that moment. We do get older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the stories and experiences as administrator that you learn with kids in their home lives and their experiences, just being a parent, realizing how now, you know, how students... Um, how this affects them uh, when they're at home. It's, I'm rambling a little bit, but I, I guess what I'm trying not to say is I'm softer. <laughs> uh, I don't get quite as upset as I used to about a mistake or, or little things that don't matter because while, while we think they matter, maybe they don't matter quite as much as we want to believe. Well said. Now, as far as the team is concerned, you're nine games into your season, four and five right now. This was a team that... I think if I'm being objective about it from the outsider, kind of where we thought you guys might be, I think on paper, I want to say you were picked ninth out of mm-hmm. 15 teams when the Herald did their poll. How are you feeling about where things are right now? What were your expectations coming into the season or did you allow yourself to have any in terms of numbers? You know, I, that's a great question. Um, you know, you always play to win mm-hmm. and you never, you never, at least I never, I never believe that we're going to take the court and we don't have a chance. Um, I'm really working hard and helping the guys work hard on measuring our success against us and nobody else. And I know that sounds cliche-ish, but it's what I have learned is is we're really trying to develop a mindset. Uh, there hasn't, the truth is there hasn't been a tremendous amount of success. And that's not a knock or disrespect on players or coaches because there's been great coaches here and players play hard. It just hasn't gone their way. Mm-hmm. And... There's something to be said for expecting to win or knowing how to win. And, and you look at the terraces, you look at the Stanwoods, you look at the Shorecrest, Arlington, even if their talent's down, I'm not saying it is this year by any means, but if they are down a little bit, they still expect to win because they have. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that we're, we're trying to... We're trying to believe in here because uh, we, we've had some really open conversations with our varsity players, and the truth is they've never seen Snohomish boys win a playoff game in their life. Mm-hmm. And, and that really puts it in perspective when what is success to them? And so we're trying to redefine what, what fun is, what working hard is, what success is. So in terms of, of where we are, it's you know probably where people would expect. I, I think people would say, well, they didn't expect us to win a couple of the games we did, but maybe expect us to win a couple of the games we lost. Sure. Kind of evens out. Um, I guess that's high school basketball. We're, we're trying to figure out how to capture those good moments. We've, we've played defense very well at times and shared the ball well at times. And then at times we've... We haven't taken good care of the ball at all, and that's hurt us. Mm-hmm. So just like everybody else, trying to figure out how to put it all together. You talk about winning some of the games you weren't sure about and, and vice versa. One game you did win was your first game of the year, and it means so many different things to different people. Snohomish defeated Glacier Peak, and as we just mentioned, you were the Glacier Peak principal the last five years. First time Snohomish boys varsity basketball had ever defeated Glacier Peak. Knowing that, knowing what it means to this community and to your players, 
And I've got to think it was surreal for you because, again, you had just stopped working there back in June. What was that moment like for you? Um... I really had to check myself to see if it really happened. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I don't think from our perspective you could have written it any better. Uh, you know, the Glacier Peak student body, I don't know if people know this, before the game started as we're warming up, they left the student section, walked in front of our bench, and all gave me a hug one by one as they walked by. And that darn near brought me to tears. You know, there's, I have so much love and respect for Glacier Peak, for Snohomish, but, but you're right. Um, I knew, we all knew that Snohomish boys basketball had not beaten Glacier Peak. Um, it was a big win for us. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't happy for me or excited for me, but what I was excited about, and, and Mark Myers took a whole bunch of pictures, and um, to see the joy, to see the joy not only on our players' face, but our student body. Uh, to see that pride in them, to see them rush the floor, to hug our teammates, to see the parents of community just cheering. The text messages I got from alumni, it, it was, I felt so proud for our community and was just so happy and so blessed to help, to help provide that experience and hopefully make that somewhat normal. Now, I'm not saying being Glacier Peak, but, but being competitive in that pride. And there, you know, there was a day you remember, I remember this gym was full often. This high school is built on tradition, this community, tremendously proud, a lot of tradition. It's what I loved about it, it's what brought me back. And if I can just help, I don't want to say bring it back, but uh, but reignite it a little bit. That's, that's what meant the most that night, was just seeing the joy and pride on everyone's face. What has it been like for you and Nate Duchesne together? Uh, Nate, obviously the principal here now, legendary basketball player here, was a great coach in his own right. You guys have so many parallels in terms of your both former, or he's a current principal, but you've both been principals, you've both been coaches, you've both had successes in both fields. Uh, does he ever have any input, or maybe input's not even the right question. It, does he enjoy coming out, and do you guys like to talk ball a lot, and maybe just talk shop in general? No, you know, Nate, I have so much respect for Nate. Um, he won't, he won't give too much input. I beg him to. Uh, I seek him out a lot. He, we, you know, fortunately, I know how busy it is to be a principal, but he finds time to pop into the classroom or we, or we connect at lunch or maybe after school or a text. But I'm constantly asking him. At, at halftime of our last game, I said, hey, Nate, what, you know, what, here's what I'm seeing. What do you think? And I, I am so fortunate to have somebody like him who, who not only loves Snohomish, but is, has a basketball mind far greater than mine. Mm -hmm. And so he's been so supportive, so great. And, um, but he doesn't, he doesn't try to, uh, to step in. I'm the one opening the door saying, I, I need you to come in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's been great. He, uh, He's been very helpful. He helps, makes me look at things from a different perspective, you know, maybe think about doing this. Uh, he's been nothing, I, I, I can't say enough. Very fortunate to have him here. Yeah, I can imagine. And final question, did want to talk about last Friday night. Obviously, what you do as a coach, you, you're able to impact these players on so many different levels. And really one of those moments on Friday night, and for those that don't know, Mount Lake Terrace High School, uh, Snohomish versus Mount Lake Terrace game was scheduled that night. During the JV game, one of the officials collapsed and had a heart attack, was revived right there on the floor. I would imagine most of your guys were there and saw the entire thing. We should also mention he's doing much better. I got a text earlier today saying that he's improving his condition. But at the time, there was a lot of uncertainty, and game gets canceled. You and your guys, you and a bunch of teenagers, have to hop on a bus and drive back to the school for 30 minutes. And I've got to think, 
the adults for that matter too, but certainly the kids were shaken by the entire event. What was the message to them and what, what kind of conversations have you had with the guys since that, yeah. that moment? You know, and as weird as this sounds, it's it's moments like those, not the incident, but it's those moments that it's why you coach, it's why you teach, and it's what makes it all also worthwhile. First of all, um, and, I, and I got I got a text as well, and I'm so so happy to hear that the prognosis is good. Um, so I uh, I just couldn't I can't say enough of uh, the Edmond School District nurse or athletic trainer. Uh, they were fabulous. Um, Naylan and his staff, the, the whole night, they, they just handled it. Uh, it couldn't have handled it better. So it was just, you know, neat to be part of. Um, after it, uh, it, it kind of settled down and they were able to transport him out of the gym, Naylan and I, and we had some district officials, um, we were all able, able to, to, to take a breath, get some people on speakerphone and explain, here's what happened, here's where we are. And, and it didn't take long at all collectively for us to all say, hey, there's let's let's first of all get this out let's postpone this game you know that was not going to be fair to his partner uh to anybody in the gym to act like okay everything's okay let's go play basketball and you know and the timing as well of course with the nfl and like so many things have happened the last few years it put things in perspective in a hurry um after the decision was made nayland and i were able to go and and talk about next steps with the, the folks who were there. They were all out in the foyer. Mm-hmm. Really neat for him and I to, to partner and share the message that uh, here's the decision, here's why, and here's the priorities. And, um, you know, the parents and supporters that were there were great. We then were able to go down and talk to our team. And um, it was special. Uh, the kids, you know, you walk into the locker room, and it was JBN Varsity, so you, so you see 16 to 20, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, and you see that look in their eyes, and it's a different look. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the father and he comes out, and I was so proud of how they stuck together. Nobody went off uh, on their own. They, they stayed together. And, and what we talked about is, is just how fortunate we are to have the opportunity to have these, you know, to get to play basketball together, to go to school together. And I said, you know, sometimes us as coaches, we, we get pretty upset and get excited about a turnover or a travel. And, you know, this, this reminds us of what's really important. I said, I'm just so grateful to get to spend part of each day with you, you know, these guys. And um, just reminded us that through the good times and the hard times, what really matters is we're blessed to get to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and I told the guys, I said, there's 16 of you in here, you know, 16 boys at Snowmush High School that they have the opportunity to do this. And that's a very, you know, what a privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have a responsibility now to 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 do well and represent our community in school with that. Uh, the ride home was quiet. Um, we were getting some positive news, which helped. Um, but but this is pretty cool. The, the next day, Saturday, we had the Panther Classic here, big wrestling tournament. Mm-hmm. So in the main gym in the auction, was just full of wrestling mats. Um, I talked to, to Mark Perry. I still call him Coach Perry. He's you know, my teacher and coach as well. And uh, I said, hey, Coach, I know you don't want a bunch of basketball players on your wrestling mats, but uh, if we take our shoes off, can we have a little fun? And, and he was all for it. And I have some video. And what you'll see at 9, 9.30 Friday night after that is is all of us together. They had their shoes off. And just, we played basketball just for the love of the game and being together. And um, so we were able to connect, uh, remind them that if, if you, there's things on your mind, you know, this triggers things, share it with us. Let us help. And, and, and we had resources. But, but to just watch the boys that night, we just played for a while in our socks and, and played basketball. 
Uh, the next morning, we all we got together. We actually had a team breakfast at Collector's Choice. So we, we used it as a chance to come together even more, to remember what's truly important. But we also said, you know, look how our look how our community responded. There was so much support asking, how are the kids? How are the coaches? I said, you know, the best thing we can do for, for the official, for our community, for our school, the, the best way we can say thank you is to go play hard, mm-hmm. to go play the right way. And so, I, you know, I think this has inspired us to remember how lucky we are and to remember that, you know, we're, we're the lucky ones. We get to go play, but but we have an obligation to, to go play as hard as we can uh, for our community, for our school, uh, for our league. So thankfully, I think the official is going to be, be okay. That's most important. And now we're really trying to use it to, to motivate us to, okay, hey, life is precious. Let's take advantage of these moments. We can spend time together. Now let's go play harder than we think we can to say thank you to everybody who made this possible. Certainly, I think something more impactful than any kind of a basketball game you can go out and win on any game. Well said. Coach Larson, appreciate your time. Uh, Congratulations coming back home to Snohomish High School and uh, best wishes getting the Panthers back on track, both winning and also just uh, teaching these uh, young men something about life. Uh, It sounds like you're doing a phenomenal job. Well, you know, it's it's been a learning curve for me. I've made a lot of mistakes, but uh, I'm fortunate to to be here. It's great to be back in Wesco. Steve, you and Tom, I don't know if you get get told enough, you guys are the best. Uh, Your coverage for Wesco Sports and Snohomish County, our area, you make us feel like rock stars. You guys truly are the best. So thanks for all you do. Hey, appreciate you ending it on a high note. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Jeff Larson, the head basketball coach for the Snohomish Boys basketball team. Coming up next, more Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. Glass by Lund, serving the greater Puget Sound area since 1967 with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. So the next time you're in need of window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, residential or commercial, why not call the place that has glass in their name? Glass by Lund. To schedule your free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. At KRKO, now more than ever, we all need to find a reason to smile. Tim Hunter's fearless New Year's predictions. In the most ironic news of the new year, it's announced that there's a shortage of supply chains. A billionaire pays Tom Brady for a pint of his blood. After receiving the blood instead of it making the billionaire feel younger, his wife leaves him. It's Tim Hunter, mornings 6 to 9 on KRKO, when you can use a little smile to start your day. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. 
Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you, and pretty soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Mugletio. Call 425-375-0860 today because coverage counts. Working with your own two hands to keep the industries in the Pacific Northwest moving forward. It's possible at Everett Engineering. Machining and fabrication services to make new and replacement parts for all industries. Everett Engineering supports the people, keeps the Puget Sound area growing, and now we're growing too. If you've got experience as a manual machinist, CNC programmer, or you're just interested in starting a career, find employment opportunities and benefits at everettengineering.com. Equal opportunity employer. Again, everettengineering.com. Prep Sports Weekly continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. We can talk some more high school football. We are. You thought we were done talking I about did. it after the Lake Stevens uh, State Championship. We are, we're far from done talking about it. Big game coming up on Monday, and it's not that far away from us geographically this year. It's right. just, I'd like to say, right up the street, right up the street from where I live, but a little further than that. It's at Pop Keeney Stadium over at uh, in Bothell. The Cleats versus Cancer game, a great showcase game for high school senior players, a lot of which come out of Snohomish County, but it's a game that means even more than that. And joining us right now, from Cleats versus Cancer, we have Jessica Sparks, as well as an old friend of the show, Michael Bumpus. And we'll start off by talking with Jessica. Uh, appreciate your time tonight, and and I do want to put a little bit of a perspective on this. This game was started by Jessica's husband, Derek Sparks, and I'll have Jessica tell the story as to why it was started originally. Derek has come on our show a couple of different times in the past to promote this game, and unfortunately, uh, Derek lost his own battle with cancer last year. So uh, Jessica now kind of uh, taking the reins, if you will. And Jessica, first of all, thank you very much for, for coming on with us. I know it's uh, 14 months later, uh, but I did want to pass along my condolences. Uh, we had a wonderful time getting to know Derek a little bit on this radio show and certainly wishing you and your family all the best. Uh, tell us a little bit about the the origins of this game and how you've continued the game even after Derek's passing. Yeah, so Derek um, came, uh, I guess, birthed this game in 2018 after our middle child, Zaley, was diagnosed with leukemia at, at 18. She had just graduated from high school, and July 3rd was having some some things going on that didn't feel right, went to the hospital after some blood work. Um, we got devastating news that she was sick. So Derek just being... A football guy, first and foremost, and loving his kids. Um, one day was like, I got to do something for Zaylee. I want her to know I'm thinking about her. I don't know what to do. I feel helpless. You know, I, I don't know what to do. And he was like, Cleats versus cancer. And he was always a visionary, very creative. And literally was sitting in this brown chair in our house, and it was like it just came out of his his life. <laughs> so he started working hard on figuring out how to make this happen. He decided it was going to be for seniors only. Um, his goal was to raise awareness around cancer, honor our child, and really make um, just make it a big thing um, to really let Zaylee know he was thinking about her. And um, it became something so much bigger um, now four years into it um, that these kids that play for us, about 80% are impacted by cancer somehow, whether it's a teacher, a family member, 
a mentor, a coach. I mean, so many of these kids um, in their registration will tell us, you know, has cancer impacted your family? So the game represents our, you know, Zaley. Um, it represents uh, a final game for some seniors. Um, Derek always hopes some kids might get an offer from a D2, D3 school. Um, we do have colleges um, come to the game that, that can attend. Um, so it's, it's kind of become so much more than football. But, um, you know, after Derek got sick last year, he promised me that I would keep doing the game. And I wrestled with it last year because he was sick in November. And, and then um, into December, we, did the, we had our funeral for him. And I, I just didn't know if I had it in me to pull the game off. And I just kept hearing him say, like, you got to do this. Like, he had already put a lot in motion for me. And so with Michael's help, he's worked with Derek for years, and Derek and him are so much alike, sharing number five, but, um, you know, Bump's work ethic, his drive, his brand. Derek, um, I feel like put him into my world and, and was like, you know, he's going to help you kind of carry this on. So we pulled the game off last year. It was super, super successful with the help of so many volunteers. We've got Tracy Skinner. Um, Angie Alf, who are two of like the women behind the scenes and just a ton of support from coaches. And so we decided we're going to keep doing it. Um, as long as everybody continues to just pitch in, cause it's a ton of work. I think for 40 days, um, we've just been like grinding, talking every day. Um, <laughs> uh, but we're at 212 kids for Monday. We've got two games scheduled at one and five. Um, and Michael's going to help, um, kind of be head of games and, and help, run a lot of the the football side of it well and you mentioned michael that would be michael bumpus who's on the air with us right now and uh, coach before I, I still call you coach even though you're hosting radio shows now it's just kind of a <laughs> an old habit there but uh, so many people know you from your days playing with the seahawks and playing with washington state we should probably point out here too Derek was a washington state football player himself over in pullman i guess i should have looked up the timeline earlier did the two of you play at the same time or did you get to know each other further down the road give us your background with with Derek and how far the two of you went back uh no uh Derek's a little older than me uh we actually wore the same number in college uh he wore it before I did and uh, we always knew of each other just because of the connection uh, with Washington State but once I started coaching high school football in uh Snohomish in Monroe um he reached out he was the the head coach over at Garfield and uh we'd link up we'd talk about ideas like just to explain my man was full of ideas, man. I mean, if, if he was here today, he'd have three or four more things going right now. Um, and uh, we just kept in contact. So when he started this, this Cleese vs. Cancer thing, uh, my role was small. He just wanted me to come in and, and do a coin flip. And then the next year I did a little bit more. And then the following year we're doing mini camps and showcases. Um, and then uh, the year that he passed was when he really wanted me to, to kind of be a partner in this thing. And uh, I just stayed involved, man. That's, that's the thing about football you know how it is it's a fraternity i mean even if you you went to uw rival school or something uh, we're always connected uh, because we share this brotherhood so when he passed um jess reached out to me and asked me to help out and let me first say that jess is doing a lot man uh jess and then angie who, uh, who helps out and all the other football coaches we got a group of some some football minds some creative minds and just people who who love helping other people and putting games like this together. So yeah, I'll be I'll be the guy running around during game day, but I would be dumb not to point out all the other people who are helping behind the scenes uh, to get this done. 
Well, and not only behind the scenes, but on the field too. I and I know Jess mentioned a minute ago the number of players that are going to be there. I mean, four full teams, right? We got two games: one at one o'clock and one at five o'clock. Tell us a little bit about some of the coaches and maybe some of the other folks from the football community that are in, involved in this event because it's a who's who of Washington State high school sports, really. And obviously, a lot of people. I'm guessing that Derek, number one, just because of who he was and with his charisma, was able to get a lot of these people involved. But I've got to think, too, that other people like yourself have kind of stepped up since Derek's passing. Can you let us know a little bit about some of the uh, the backgrounds of some of the other folks that are going to be there? Yeah, um, well, the two that I'm I'm most connected with are uh, Coach Izzy. We call him Coach Izzy uh, McGuire over there at Fertile Way, the head coach there. Um, he was actually uh, one of my hosts on my trip to Washington State. Um, so, again, staying connected there. And then um, um, Coach Canoon over at Mount Sy, the legend uh, himself, is involved, uh, plus a number of other coaches, man. And, and that's Washington high school football for you, right? Like, we all – this is like California. Derek and I are from California. He went to Modern Day. I went to Culver City. And in, in L.A. County alone, there's like 13 million people. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But you come out here, uh, you have four classifications. Um, if you haven't played against a team or a coach – uh, you know who that head coach is or some of his assistants, and uh, and you're connected. So uh, there's a, a bunch of coaches on staff uh, willing to help out, a bunch of great football minds too, man. This isn't just a game where coaches are out there just for the laughs and giggles and they're standing on the sideline. Like, these kids are going to get coached up, man, and they're going to get opportunities to uh, showcase themselves in front of some of these schools. And I think that was the main thing for Derek is that the kids who have these the D1 talent, uh, they, they're, already, they're already discovered. You know what I mean? They have their offers. They're good to go. It's more about these D2, D3 kids, the kids um, who get these late looks. And especially now with the with the portal going on and in NIL, like it's a totally different world for these kids. It's awesome that we're able to put something like this together and, and give them an opportunity with such a great coaching staff and um, people like, like Jesse and Angie who are early in the charge. And, Jessica, if, if folks do want to get involved, and I'm looking on the – on your Twitter account right now, it looks like the morning starts pretty bright and early there. Uh, are there events throughout the day that people can can show up for and and engage with? And whether it, I, yes. and maybe kind of give us the the age group too. I mean, is this something that you've got for kids as well? Or so well, I'm going to first acknowledge the four head coaches because um, most of them have been with us since the get go. So Jay Dumas is one of the head coaches. Um, Coach Izzy, um, Thomas Mosby, who was a really good friend of Derek's, and then Mark Keel, who's associated with the Washington Coaches Association. So we've got some amazing um, coaches, and then they all have a good 9 to 10 coaches with them. So there's over 40 coaches in the game. What we're doing this year is the Coaches Association, so Mark Keel and Joe Cronin, um, we're running a combine that morning with them while they're doing the work. We're just kind of together. Um, For juniors and seniors, it is free. Um, and it's something we've never done before, but Derek really wanted um, him and Mark talked about doing a junior showcase um, these last few years. And we just last year just couldn't pull it off. And so that is going to be from 8 to 11. And that is um, basically free. They do need to register on our website, but we're doing that um, in the morning. We'll kind of start our first game at one and then the second game at five. It's obviously anyone can attend, but the combine is for juniors and seniors only. And then, obviously, uh, you know, the games are at 1 and 5. But it is at Popkini. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a jam-packed day for sure. <laughs> Definitely. I, I saw the word junior and thought it meant little, younger players. I didn't realize it was oh. one year behind the seniors. So, uh, yeah, glad you're, uh, you're doing that. And that was there's some clarification. As far as tickets to the game, uh, 
Can we get some of that information, too, if folks want to show up at yeah. Popkini that day? It is Martin Luther King Day, so we should point that out to folks. Uh, just because you hear the, the term Monday doesn't mean that you might, may or may not have to work that day. So come on over to the game. Uh, how can people attend the game? Yeah, there is. You can obviously buy tickets at the game. It is $10 for admission. And then there, it is. A, we're going through a company called C. It's S34T. Um, and on our website, you can um, you can get information about how to purchase tickets. We've also pretty much posted it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, but if you go to our website, you should be able to get any information you need. But you can buy tickets that day um, at the ticket booth. And the, the money that's raised for the game uh, in terms of cancer awareness, if folks yeah. are not able to go to the game, can they make donations to support the game? Yes. You can. You can go to our website. There is like a donate button, um, and you can you can reach out to us through our website in any way. But there there is ways to do that. Um, the money we did give away ten thousand dollars to. So what we do is we pick a family from each team um, that uh, a story that has um, just we just feel there's a need to give back, and we um, gave four families twenty five hundred dollars each last year, and then we gave away four or five hundred dollars scholarships to kids who sold the most tickets. So we're trying to raise money to give back, basically. Um, and so that's something we're going to do again this year. So at halftime, we'll be uh, presenting a family at each, two families at each game with um, some sponsorship money. Outstanding. And, and Bump, you mentioned before, so uh, should, should we be looking for you running around the, the stands and uh, <laughs> here, there, and everywhere? You still look like you keep yourself in pretty good shape. So I'm, I'm imagining you're up for the task, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm. I'm trying, man. I'll. I'll be doing whatever Jess asks me to do. But yeah, I'll be. I'll be running around, uh, trying to make sure uh, it's going smoothly, man. We want to make sure we put out a great product, something that the kids enjoy, the parents enjoy, and just make sure it's an overall great experience, man. I'm just honored to be a part of this and thankful that uh, Jess is uh, allowing me to to do what I do. No, we definitely. We will. As somebody who's been impacted by cancer myself, I appreciate both of you as well as your entire staff there for doing what you're doing. And, and Jess, I did want to ask too, how is the family doing? We're good. You know, we've got, um, Derek, I feel like Derek keeps us very busy. Um, we, you know, the, the girls are, you know, busy doing their thing. We have a 14 year old, so I've got a teenager in the house. Um, but no, we're, you know, they're doing good. We've got so much love and support. And I feel like Derek's still like, his whole world is just all around us. So we're hanging in there. But the game, I feel like the girls really, it means a lot, you know, for us to continue to do this for their dad. And, um, you know, he, he paved the way. He definitely, like, had a great vision. And I think this game can continue to, to do big things and serve a purpose and help kids. So we're going to, you know, the goal is to keep doing it. <laughs> well, 100%. Well, again, thank you very much. I plan on attending the first game, so I will see both of you over there. And, again, Anybody who is looking for a, a fantastic, fun-filled football experience on Monday, Pop Keeney Stadium over in Bothell, one of the premier high school sports facilities, by the way, in the area. If you haven't been over there, go over there for that alone. Uh, 1 o'clock game and then a 5 o'clock game. Numerous players from Snohomish County as well as throughout western Washington and the state of Washington taking part in this game. And I guess uh, final thing here, Jessica, throw us the website one more time, too, too if, if you could. So it's it's cleats, so just C-L-E-A-T-S-V-S, cancer, so cleatsversuscancer.com, and you can pretty much find any information. If you want to register for the Combine, there's a place to do that. If you want to purchase tickets, if you want to donate money, like anything, um, that should answer questions, and if you have any questions, there's a place to contact us also. Excellent. So, again, uh, Jessica Sparks, Michael Bumpus, thank you both for your time, and we'll see you on Monday.
Thank you. Thank you. You bet. There we go. That is, again, Jessica Sparks and Michael Bumpus. Just a great cause. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, like you said, it, it combines so many things that we appreciate, right? I mean, obviously, uh, for me, losing my mom to cancer sure. five years ago yep. and having experienced it in other avenues of my life as well, and we like to support the local high school athletes. And like Jessica kind of pointed out, and I think Bump said it too, it wasn't just about the five-star athlete for Derek. He wanted to help promote some of the uh, the kids who are kind of on the fence. And, you know, some of the coaches still need to see a little bit more of them before they can make that determination. And there are going to be a lot of D2, D3 type of coaches there that can potentially, they might be looking for that one last piece or two sure. that they need to add to their puzzle. And if they can get somebody like that there, then – it serves an even bigger cause than uh, just what, it, what we're talking about. Again, that's coming up on Monday. What's coming up next? Uh, we're going to call a little bit of an audible here. I'm texting as I'm talking to you okay. here. I think we're going to go ahead and talk to our Wrestling Hill Female Athlete of the Month, uh, Vivian uh, Barrett, as well as her coach, uh, Stanwood High School, having another, another fantastic season. We're going to talk to them right uh, after this. We'll do this next. Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, SmokyPointConcrete.com. Aching bones, aching knees. For some, they're an inconvenience. For others, aches are a constant. And for even more, aching joints are debilitating. The surgeons at Everett Bone & Joint are dedicated to restoring your health and comfort by using the latest medical technology and methods for their patients. By ensuring their patients receive the highest quality of care, they bring expertise and comfort to the community by helping you stay healthy. Discover how the surgeons of Everett Bone & Joint can help keep you moving through life. To find out more and to schedule an appointment, go to ebjprolinesurgeons.com. Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? 
Time to surrender and take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. The Buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouth-watering hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while a Buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a Buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal. It is Prep Sports Weekly on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Let's talk player of the month, right? Athlete of the month? Oh, I I think that's you. Are you not talking? I don't know. What happened? Oh, there we go. How's that? <laughs> you have to it, helps if I, it helps if I push the button on my end, doesn't it? I'll just, I'll just keep trying the same thing over and over again. Hey, joining us right now for the Russellin Hill Female student athlete she of the month. laughed at you. She, I, I don't blame her. I'm laughing at myself right now, trying to get the buttons to work here. Joining us right now, our student athlete of the month for December, pretty good basketball player here, Vivian Barrett. She is the star basketball player, a senior at Stanwood High School, as well as first-year Stanwood head coach, Dustin Swanson. And, Tom, I'm going to let you start this one out because I know okay. it's one of your favorite things that happened to us in a broadcast last year. Oh, Stanwood versus Arlington in the district championship game. I think, uh, Vivian, you might have to help us out here. I know it didn't end the way you wanted it to because you had a big lead at halftime and Arlington came back. But, however, at halftime you had the lead. I made the mistake of asking Joe Marsh. He wasn't too happy at the time. He was down by double digits. <laughs> what happened in the first half? And, Tom, do you remember what Joe Marsh's answer was to me? Her name is Viv. <laughs> he wasn't too happy with his players because he thought they'd kind of let the, the star player for Stan would get the best of them. And here she is now uh, – Vivian, first of all, congratulations on a uh, successful start to the season. Everything's looking good for you and your team. How much fun are you having this year? Um, I'm having a lot of fun. We're we're coming out strong, and it's it's just been a really good start to the season. Now, you got a little taste of the Tacoma Dome last year. In fact, you, you placed at the Tacoma Dome, and you had a lot of players coming back on this team. We should point out you're 6-0 and in league play so far, 9-1 and throughout the season. I've got to think that expectations were pretty high going into the year. Are you somebody who kind of likes to have that target on your back, knowing that on any given night everybody's kind of coming at you with their best shot? Uh, yeah, I do. It means they're worried about me. So, no, def- um, and well, and it's you- just. It's just- Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I was just going to say you, you you got a new uh, you got a new coach this year too. Tell us before we bring Dustin Swanson on. How's Coach Swanson fitting in with the group? Uh, he's been fitting in great. Um, we've really enjoyed having him run our practices and like getting us hyped up for games and stuff. And he does a really great job of um, showing us what we need to do um, to keep like that high intensity intensity during the game. Well, Coach, you walked into a pretty good situation here. I know you've got a lot of experience in your own right, and this job opens up. I know you, you don't live that far away from Stanwood, if I understand correctly. I've got to think that knowing what you had coming back this year, this had to be a very, very easy decision for you. Talk a little bit about what went into uh, making you want to take the Stanwood job this season. Well, yeah, no, um, and thanks for having us. This is such a cool thing and a recognition for um, Vivian. And for our team, um, she's definitely deserving of this award. But 
the, when the Stanwood job opened up, we uh, we kind of we kind of knew things were happening before um, Alex decided to take the Lake Stevens job. And the Stanwood program, I've, I've known because I've come from LaConnor, is so is so good and so um, filled with the youth, pro, you know, talent with the um, AAU program that they have here. That there's always good players coming through, but this group, you know, especially the seniors, you know, I've known them like as players for quite a few years because my oldest daughter, just a year older, you know, is a, is a freshman in college. So she, coaching that group when they're coming up and things, I knew a lot of these players and I walked into the room and there's 10 players in there and I, I knew the names of nine of them and could tell you about their games and things like that. So when the opportunity came up, it was a no brainer. And it's not just for this season cause it's a special group of kids, but the entire program, it's just a great place to be and to coach and an awesome community. But this group definitely clearly would make it more appealing because you're walking into talent right away. I want to talk a little bit about the group as a collective whole in a minute here too, but tell us a little bit about Vivian. What makes her so special? And you mentioned it in your opening sentence a minute ago. You said she's very deserving of this award. Why, why did we get it right on this one? You know, Vivian is a dominant basketball player and anyone can see that when they're watching, watching the game, she'll stand out, um, you know, she's tall, she's strong, she's going to score a lot of points and get rebounds and, and do all those things. But one of the coolest things that I noticed watching Viv long before I was coaching her, when a great pass came in and she had a finish, she's always pointing to whoever made the pass. And it's, it's her recognition of it's a whole team effort. You know, if you know, Viv has her own great work ethic and and such a high skill but she recognizes it's a whole team to make this happen and she understands it's you know when the pass comes to her like hey they got to cover out on the shooters on on her team to give her some space and if they don't give her space then she's kicking it right back out and they're hitting shots you know she's such a good person and it translates kind of how she is with her teammates the skill part, there's lots of kids um, that work on their game and they're, and they're good players. It's a special, special player that has that, that kind of team-first attitude, even though um, they're clearly, clearly just a great player. But she's a team-first attitude kind of a kid and incredibly coachable. Like, she wants um, to learn and to get better. And um, it's just it's so much fun to coach her. Vivian, what does it mean for you to be a team-first player? Obviously, you're a great player in your own right and, and one of the better post players, certainly in Western Washington right now, but to get Chloe and Tatum and some of the other players involved, and, and you have a great cast around you, but to, to make it about the team more than the individual, what does that mean for you? Well, it's a team effort, like the whole game. We can't – neither of us can do anything just on our own. We need to be able to rely on our teammates – um, to either make good passes or, like, to choose when they're going to take a shot. And so, like, for me, down in the post, I may have a good move, but I don't get that move um, if I didn't get that good pass or that good look. Um, so, like, I like to show them I appreciate it because, or, like, if they have a good cut and then, like, I'll see them the next time they come down. So I'm making sure I'm we're getting that inside and out. 
No, definitely. And looking at the standings here, you're uh, you're the thorn in your side the last couple of years, and quite frankly, for all of Wesco, for the most part, has been Arlington. You're undefeated in league play. They're undefeated in league play. And the way things work out this year, you only get to play them one time in conference. Talk a little bit about what that game on the 25th is going to mean. I know you've got a handful of games before then, and you're you're a one game at a time player, I'm sure. But somehow, some way, I've got to think that you and your teammates have kind of circled that one on the uh, the calendar as well. Obviously, too, it's also a uh, it's also a rivalry game. So, is it something you, you allow yourselves to talk about this early in the season, or do you have to wait until that week to start thinking about it? Um, I'll I'll talk about it now. We're all pretty fired up about it. We really want to get Arlington this year. So we definitely are feeling very confident in ourselves, and we feel like we have a good chance. Um, if we're going to win this year, we're just going to have to keep up like that team-first mentality and uh, make sure we're like at our best when um, we go play them. And I did want to ask you also, you're, uh, you've already made a commitment to college as well, the University of Hawaii. Uh, talk about that decision. Obviously, the sun and uh, – the beaches and everything, not a bad place to spend a, a little bit of time when, while in college, but what went into that decision? Uh, the beach is definitely a plus side. <laughs> but, um, what I, I really focused on was the community and um, like the coaches and how I felt around us, like the actual team. Um, because when I was narrowing down my options, I came down to two, and it was University of Hawaii and UC Santa Barbara. And it's like they they both had things I loved about them, but, like, when I got to Hawaii, like, I just knew, like, it was the right fit for me. The girls were great. The coaches were great. And um, they have a really great community. And, like, I just felt like that fit, that fits with my, um, what I have planned for my future going forward. Oh, good for you. It sounds like you're getting it done in the classroom, getting it done on the courts. And, uh, Coach, we're looking forward to, at some point, uh, maybe in the next few weeks here, catching up with you and some of the other players on the team at a game and uh, doing another interview. I'd love to talk a little bit more because I think this is a team that's showing a lot of promise and could do some very special things down the road. You've already done a lot of special things, 9-1 and one to start your season, and I'm, uh, I'm guessing you're pretty happy with uh, the way things are going through the first 10 games of your tenure at Stanwood. It, it's been a lot of fun. We're, we're getting better every day, and the feeling on the team is so positive, and, and the players – bring such great energy and they uplift each other and that part of it um, has been just off the charts and I feel like we're getting better every day on the floor but we're also connecting even more you know just with the team things that we focus on um, yeah it's a good start you know nine and one we've played a good schedule um, and it's it's but it we've played a good schedule but it's only going to get tougher and it you know tomorrow we have Everett at home what a great team with some great length, and they've they've been a real handful for teams. They don't give up a lot of points, and we've been scoring a lot of points. So we'll we'll have to take one game at a time and one practice at a time. But it's it has been a really fun start, and we just want to keep it going and have a good practice and a good game and just one day at a time and keep it keep it moving forward. Yeah, definitely. We should mention Everett, Snohomish, Lake Stevens, Meadowdale, Linwood, Arlington, Archbishop Murphy. Those are all tough teams, and you've got them all within the next 18 days. Uh, again, Coach uh, Dustin Swanson, appreciate your time tonight. Vivian Barrett, you are the Russell and Hill Female Student Athlete of the Month for December, and congratulations on all your successes as well as your commitment to Hawaii, and looking forward to seeing you this season. Thank, Thank you for having Steve. us. Thank you.
You bet. There we go. Talking a little Stanwood girls basketball. Yeah, Everett at home tomorrow, and then they're on the road at your alma mater, Snohomish, on Friday, and then they've yep. got Lake Stevens at home on Saturday. So that's a that's a tough little trio for one week. There it is. Yeah, and, oh, by the way, that Meadowdale and Linwood games, those are coming up the following week, both very good teams. There you go. What's next? We're going to talk Lake Stevens boys basketball. And we'll do it next. Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. When you need to get a screwdriver fast for that one weird screw, Ace is the place. When you want to get that luxury riding lawnmower you've been researching for months, Ace is the place. And for everything in between, Ace is the place. Ace Hardware is where convenience meets quality. And when you shop at the Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, you're shopping at an Eaglestad Ace Hardware, locally owned by Christine Eaglestad. She lives here. Her kids went to school here. She's dedicated to the Lake Stevens community. So the next time you find a weird screw, or when it's time to get that riding mower, stop in to your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens. Enter the great indoors at David Buster's, now open in Linwood at the Alderwood Mall. Sports fans, grab your friends and family and watch the NFL, UFC, WWE, and more on their 40-foot wow wall. David Buster's, watch where winners watch. And gamers will love the classics like Papa Shot and Skee-Ball and also their hot new games like Top Gun Maverick and core games like Star Trek. Add more ding-ding-ding to your game day with more food and more screen at David Buster's in Linwood and online at davidbusters.com. In just four years, Marysville Toyota has earned the highest Google scores among all Metro Toyota dealers and is rated number one in customer satisfaction by Toyota in the Seattle Metro region. They're honored to support this community through our sponsorship of the Safeway Foundation, Pink the Rink, Make Strides Against Breast Cancer, the Strawberry Festival, the Marysville Arlington and Lake Stevens Chamber of Commerce, Rotary, and now the KRKO Marysville Toyota High School Player of the Game. Come experience the power of one. One price, one person, one hour. Go to Marysville Toyota.com. The Lake Stevens Vikings boys basketball team off to an 8-3 and three start this year. More importantly for them right now, they've won their first two Wesco 4A games of the season. And they're joining us right now. We've got all seven of the seniors on the team. We've got a bonus guy in here too, the, the bonus baby, if you will, the junior of the squad and the head coach. Let's go ahead and get to it to know the team. Coach, let's start with you. We've, we've interviewed you before on Prep Sports Weekly, although different school and it was the girls game last year who do we have here uh this is the lake stevens boys uh varsity team um so yeah we have our seven seniors and uh javon mcfarren who's our junior well i want to know your name and oh yeah i'm alex iverson i'm the head coach of lake stevens boys varsity basketball so there's coach iverson and now let's go ahead and meet the uh, the seven seniors and the one junior uh marshall adams senior i'm logan case a senior i'm maddox peter senior tyson Ivan, senior Max Bossy, senior. Easton Gosser, senior. Uh, Javon McFerrin, junior. Isaac Redford, senior. So, Coach, seven seniors. You're a little senior heavy this year. We did meet the one junior there a second ago. Tell me about this job, and I guess we should start off because you and I talked about it not too long ago, although we didn't have a recorder with us. One and done over at Stanwood. That wasn't necessarily the plan when you took the girls' job last year. This is kind of the dream job for you, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I graduated from Lake Stevens, played basketball here, and, you know, and, and I've always kind of dreamed about coming back here and coaching. Um, when I went over to Stanwood, you know, I, uh, just kind of the plan was to be there at least five years. Um, I really wanted to make a commitment to that program. And when this job opened up, I kind of I talked to a lot of different people, and it was kind of that 
opportunity that might not come around for another 15 or 20 years. And so I had to make a really hard decision um, and leave those girls in that program uh, to step over here. And so that was kind of the, the process as I was going through it last summer. And when I reached out to you the other day and asked about doing an interview, you, a lot of times we'll have two or three guys or maybe a few more. You mentioned you have kind of a quote unquote soft spot for the seniors. What is it about the senior group? What is it about this particular group of guys that we have in here? Well, a lot of these guys have played together for a long time, but also a lot of these guys are just one-sport athletes, and so I really wanted to include the guys that just play basketball, and they don't get a lot of opportunity to be in the, you know, to be in the um, the, the center of attention, and so I really wanted to make sure I didn't exclude anybody. Um, so that was kind of really the focus point, just making sure that they all feel included, because you know we are a team and we rely on all these guys, whether it's practice, games, um, conversations, all that kind of stuff. Marshall, is this a team that's been together for a while? How, how long have some of you guys known each other? Yeah, we've been uh, we've been together for a while. We played feeder basketball together most of the seniors since like seventh and eighth grade with Alex as our coach. So yeah, we've been together for a while. So who's known each other the longest here in this group? Let's see if we get a. We, so Max, how long how long have you known this one of these guys? Uh, I've known Javon since I was about eight years old, and we lived in the same neighborhood, and we've been good friends ever since. So the Lake Stevens name on the jersey, I'm guessing that's meant a little more to you than maybe somebody who's moved in later on. What does it mean for you to put that jersey on on any given night? Um, it means a lot to me to have that opportunity to play every night and to be with these guys and just to experience all this. Now, Tyson, is this a close-knit group? Do these guys enjoy being around each other? Uh, yeah, we do. We definitely do. Now, um, now I was noticing, I, I think I was looking on your one of your social media pages do you guys do this normally, a breakfast, to kind of get everything going and kind of hanging out with one another? Is that, I saw a couple of photos there anyway. What do you guys do to kind of bond with one another when, maybe when you're not on the court? Uh, we just kind of hang out, uh, have a good time, maybe eat some breakfast every now and then, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So who, who's the, uh, is there a class clown in the group here? Who, who's the guy that kind of keeps everybody loose? Uh, that's got to be Marshall. It's definitely Marshall. And Easton, and Easton. I don't know. We got we got a couple. Easton, do you qualify as that uh, that guy? Do you kind of try to keep everything kind of low key and, and have fun with it? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, definitely, Marshall though is probably I got to be the funniest guy I've ever met. <laughs> so I would say Marshall. Um, Isaac's a clown too. So you know we got a lot of uh, funny people on this team. Um, so yeah. A lot, a lot of clowns, a lot of fun. And this is a team that I should mention. Now, raise your hand if you played on the varsity squad here last year, because I know a few of you did, a few of you didn't, right? Quite a few of you here. Um, Maddox, this team last year, you guys had a rough beginning to the season. It looked as though you weren't going to make the playoffs. And then you went on this nice three-run tear right at the end of the season. I think you beat, what, Jackson a couple of times, Glacier Peak, you got a little bit of a taste of districts. I know you got knocked out by Bothell, but how much did that help going into this year, knowing that you guys maybe got a little momentum at the end of the season last year? Um, I didn't really think about last year at all. It kind of uh, getting knocked out by Bothell was really the only motivation for me because uh, I just remember last year not going far, and I went and watched State, and it just kept me fueled the whole time, whole off season. I just couldn't wait to get to this year because I knew this group of guys was hungry, and uh, you know I'm just happy to. Happy to be where we're at and be uh, in the position we are in in the season right now. So I'm just excited to move forward. And, you know, my goals are set on state and just trying to go as far as we can and, you know, just one game at a time. 
Coach, this is the team that went 9-11 and last year. You're 8-3 and right now. You obviously were watching this team from afar. It's your alma mater, even though you weren't coaching in Wesco with the boys last year. What was it about this team that you saw last year that you thought, hey, we might have something for the 2022-2023 the season? Well, you know, I've known this group, at least the senior core, um, since sixth grade. And teaching at the school, I know a lot of the kids that were playing, you know, JV. And uh, just seeing not only their desire and their talent, but also just how much opportunity that they have when they can work uh, as a team. And so uh, I knew the potential was there, and we still have a long ways to go. But these kids are starting to buy into me. They're starting to buy into each other. And, you know, we're having the results that we want. So it makes it a lot of fun. And maybe I'll ask this next question to Isaac. This is a team historically that's been kind of, or I should say this is a school it's a football school. Everybody always talks about the football team. Football does this. Football does that. You've won 10 straight Wesco championships. Some other sports as well, wrestling, a uh, few others. What would it take to get this team to be a basketball school, and what does it mean for you to come onto this squad after coming off a state championship win in football this year to join this squad and to know that you're going to pick up right where you left off and the W's are still accumulating, even though it's a different sport now? Yeah, I mean, I know everyone, everyone has a goal on this team. I mean, I'm really the only one who plays, like, multiple sports. And, like, just seeing all these guys going, like, these are all what I call my brothers. And I, I just watch how hungry they are and how passionate they are in this sport and how hard they work every single day on a day-to-day -day basis. And I know how much they want to achieve their goals, and they feel like this is the year to do it. And just seeing that from the outside, it's just like – it makes me want to be a part of that and help them achieve the goals that they want to. I mean, even though it's not my my personal, like helping them achieve their dreams and their wishes, it just makes me want want to hop on that boat even more. And I would say like this is just one big family and like creating that creating that atmosphere around here and just like I mean, starting starting a whole new just dynasty and a whole new picture of Lake Stevens basketball is just what what it, just what the right direction we're going in. and coach Iverson has been helping us with that like every single day and I mean all the kids we've been we've been uh we started a new group called the harbor and I mean it's just like we all meet at we meet like once a week and we all just get close to each other and we all like just like talk about Jesus and I mean that's just helped us tremendously on and off the court so I definitely say that's like one one way we've stepped in the right direction so far. Javon he just talked about how a lot of these guys play only one sport when you look at it and you see the football team going out there and winning a state championship, as a basketball player, does it kind of motivate you thinking, okay, well, I want to kind of keep the, the fire lit here and then keep this thing going now that the football team's coming off a successful season? Let's, let's take the basketball team to another level as well. Uh, yeah, it definitely motivates me, especially when the student section is like, we don't get a lot of fans at the basketball game, but then you go to a football game and it's packed. And everything's packed, so yeah, it definitely motivates me. Is the football crowd? I mean, I'm sorry. Is the basketball crowd starting to pick up with the wins now? Now that you're kind of, I mean, again, a lot of losing seasons in the past. Now that you're eight and three, are you starting to notice people coming out? Yeah, most definitely. Um, just uh, against Glacier Peak um, in a away game, we had a lot of fans there, and I think um, definitely um, we're putting them um, on notice that you know we can compete and that they should come to our games and that we're you know we're good this year. So. Most definitely, yeah. Speaking of historical references and talking about just where the team has come from and where it's going, you guys in the past struggled, and I say you guys, really it was the, the group be groups before you, you've struggled with Glacier Peak in the past. You beat them last February, and I'm, I don't know this officially, but was that the first time you've ever beaten? 
There hasn't been too many times that Lake Stevens basketball has defeated Glacier Peak. You beat them on Saturday night, a one-point game. What did it mean to this squad? Obviously, it's a Wesco game, so you want that. But also knowing that Glacier Peak's not too far down the road, and that's been kind of the measuring stick for a lot of Wesco basketball over the last few years. I feel like that's just what we expected. Coach came in with a really good game plan, and us guys all bought in with each other, and we came out, and we worked, and we put in the work, and we came out, and we had got a dub, and I think that's just our game plan. I think that's what we meant to do. One-point win, too. You've had a couple of those this year. Do you guys enjoy playing those close games? Yeah, we definitely do. It's, it's a lot of fun down the stretch and getting those wins and just seeing what we can do as a team. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's have you guys talk about each other here for a moment. I'm going to just kind of go around the room here. Each of you take the person to your left. Tell me something about the player, just maybe one or two sentences as a player and as a teammate. Um, Marshall, I'm going to start with you. Tell me a little bit about Logan Case. Uh, Logan Case, he's a, he's a great team player, I feel like. Uh, he comes off the bench. I feel like he has really good energy towards us, and I feel like he gives us a lot of motivation and, like I said, energy. And uh, he's a really good guy on and off the court, so I appreciate Logan. Hey, Logan, I'm going to have you talk about the, uh, the all-Wesco guy here, Maddox, right next to you. Tell me about him. Um, definitely deserves that title. Uh, he's the hardest worker in the room, almost every room. Um, continues to motivate us, lead us, and just keep us disciplined moving forward. Maddox, you get to talk about Tyson. I think, tw what, 23 points the other night, I think, in the, uh, the game against Glacier Peak? Oh. Uh, Tyson, uh, he's just like my brother. We've been playing together ever since we were young, and uh, a lot of people have been, like, doubting us, uh, especially this upcoming year uh, uh, with, like, our chemistry and the, our ability to play together. So it's just great to see us be able to win and uh, have Tyson be a big part of that success. And he, I feel like he's just been playing, like, really well. Um, he's been shooting his shots. He's been uh, just letting the ball come to him. And I feel like he's been doing everything right so far. And obviously there's definitely more things we can all work on. But, you know, he's been doing a really good job so far. And I'm um, just happy we could uh, keep improving. And uh, I'm just excited to see what uh, he does and we all do throughout the rest of the season. Okay, nice words there, Tyson, from, from Maddox. Now I'm going to have you talk about Max. Uh, so uh, Max, is a, he's, a, he's a great teammate. You know, he's a, he's a hard worker. He tries to make sure we're all working hard at all times. You know, um, he just he brings that energy every game. And, yeah. So, Max, we just heard about you. Tell us about Easton. Uh, Easton's a, he's a really good basketball player, and even though he comes off the bench, he comes into the game and gives us a lot of energy, and he works really hard, and he gets rebounds, and he does what he needs to do. And when he plays with a lot of confidence, he's a very unstoppable player. And Yeah. Okay, now we're going to have Easton talk about Javon. Yeah, so Javon, um, we call Javon just a straight hooper, you know. I mean, he's everything basketball. Um, you know, he's always – he surrounds himself with basketball all the time, trying to, you know, match his shot to look like Carmelo Anthony's. And, um, you know, so he's just a great player. Um, you know, he's our big man, so, you know, he, we need him in, on the floor, you know, at all times getting rebounds. Um, and, he's, you know, he, he can shoot too. So I think, you know, Javon's a, a great uh, player and also, you know, a great teammate. You know, always getting hyped for his teammates. And, um, yeah, that's Javon. Javon, did I just hear a uh, Carmelo Anthony reference there? Of course. Is that, is that your game right there? Of course it is. And I should ask you, too, real quick. Uh, Dad is the girls' basketball coach over at Linwood. You've had, you've had uh, siblings come through this school playing basketball. Basketball is kind of a way of life in your family, isn't it? You, I think, do you have a brother that's playing community college right now? Yeah. Deshaun's playing over at uh, Shoreline Community College. 
So what does it mean for you to be on a basketball floor? And what is it like when you get together with the family? Is it all about basketball? Uh, yeah, it's mostly about basketball. It's mostly <laughs> about who would beat who in high school. So how would you do against a big brother that's playing over there in CC? <clears throat> oh, my. He's, he's, he's not stopping me. There's no chance. <laughs> well, he's got the Carmelo game going, of course. Tell me a little bit about Isaac. Uh, Isaac's, Isaac, we call him a football player, a football basketball player. He's really aggressive. He's, our, he's, a de- he's like the spark to our defense, and he always brings energy on defense, and he's consistently working to the point where he's like, I can't breathe no more. Like, he, he works himself all, all the way down. So, great player, great player. Is the basketball game a lot like your football game, Isaac? Absolutely not. not <laughs> nah. I mean, different approach? Yeah, yeah, a little bit different approach. I mean, I'm not as like confident as I would say in football. I mean, I got swagger still, you know what I'm saying? I got the drip to him. But I mean, like, definitely the production is way different in football. But I mean, yeah. You, you get the swagger and the drip. How about Marshall over there? Tell me about him. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, Marshall, last game he played GPE, the crazy M1 three pointer that just changed the whole momentum. And he knocked down the free throw. And, I mean, just Marshall just brings a, a huge factor to the team. I mean, he's never complaining about anything he does. I mean, he's he's getting stats all over the place, getting rebounds, getting assists, getting getting turnovers. I mean, not turnovers, getting steals, <laughs> getting steals. And, I mean, he's just he's just helping us. It's, he's he's one of the biggest pieces to our to our whole to our whole thing over here. So, very grateful for Marshall. Coach, how about some of the guys that aren't in the room right now? We just talked about eight of your players. We, we mentioned just about everybody. Just maybe a one or two sentences on each one of them, if you, or a few of them, if you would. Uh, yeah, well, there's a couple. I mean, Makai Hunter was with us earlier, but uh, we sent him home, and then he just couldn't make it back. But he's, uh, he's one of our best defenders. He comes off the bench, um, super athletic, uh, great attitude. I mean, he's – so, like I said earlier, we have a, a room full of clowns right now, and he's the one not clown. I mean, he's just nothing but business, quiet, um, gets, gets, gets his job done. So uh, that would probably be the best way to describe Makai. Hunter. Um, Bryson Wheat, uh, he's a sophomore and he played a lot of big minutes for us early on when we were uh, missing guys with who were hurt and sick. Um, and so he, he's a knockdown shooter. He's actually shooting, I was going to jinx it, but he's shooting 68% on the, uh, on the field. But he, you know, his, his, uh, percent, or his numbers are low in terms of how many shots he's taking, but he's got a really nice shot. Um, so we're really excited to see where he comes over the next couple years. Um, Luke Hack as well. I think he's leading this team in charges. Um, and I think he took in the JV game, uh, I think he took four Four three against Kamiak, and so he's a pretty good defender, and he's been shooting the ball really well. And then the last piece that we've added is Brody Pierpoint. He's a freshman that we brought up to kind of have uh, be mentored by these guys um, to you know hopefully be a big role for us moving forward after next year. And he's a really tough worker and a really tough rebounder. How about a shout out to your coaches too? Who do you have on your staff this year? Yeah, so a couple coaches. Uh, Jacob Strong. He's been in the program for the last couple of years. He's my JV coach. Um, he uh, he he played here as well. He actually has uh, he's uh, second in our. Uh, in um, our field goal percentage in our record books. And so he knows the game really well, um, and he's super invested into, into Lake Stevens basketball, and he's all in. And so he's always doing scouts with me, um, looking at game plans, that kind of stuff, development. Rusty Gutierrez, he's uh, new to me, uh, new to school this year. He's a volunteer assistant. He's my varsity assistant. Um, I've played basketball with him for the last couple years. His kids actually go to Granite, um, but he really wanted to get involved in coaching. He won a state title at Alaska Anchorage um, up there, and so he knows a lot about basketball, and the kids seem to love him. Um, he's Mr. Positive. Mr. Personality, um, and then Gerard Rab. Uh, he's my freshman coach. Um, for those of the people who don't know, he's been here for a while as well, and he uh, he played at Boise State football. And he's uh, best known for the uh, he caught the he got the touchdown pass. Uh, he got the touchdown handoff before the Statue of Liberty in the uh, Rose Bowl. I think it was the Rose Fiesta 
Festival against against Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah Festival. And so, uh, so he knows a lot about leadership and about winning, about championship, and so he brings a whole other element um, to this program. And maybe I'll ask you the question unless I see a hand go up here. Big game coming up this Friday at Jackson. It's a Jackson team that I mentioned before. I think you knocked them off, or the team knocked them off twice last year. I'm guessing Jackson has it circled on the calendar. Mm-hmm. What kind of a game are we expecting this Friday? No, I, I mean, I'm excited. I think we're, we're playing. We have a lot of work to do, but we're playing well. We're playing together. Uh, Steve does a great job. In my opinion, I think he's the best coach in Wesco. He's been here the longest. He's had a lot of success. And so the, he's going to be ready for us. I know they got a game Wednesday uh, against GP, but I, I know that game is, is going to be a big one for him, for us. And so uh, we're just going to do our thing. We're going to prep accordingly. We're going to focus on what we can do and what we need to do and, and just take one step forward. Okay, and i got to end it with kind of a fun question here. You and I have already talked about it off air, but I'm going to bring it up here. And I don't want to jinx you guys because I know, you know, one game at a time type of a situation. The state tournament is in the first week of March. We'd love to see you guys get down to Tacoma this year. If you do, you might be on baby watch at that point. How, how, how's Mrs. Iverson doing? When's the baby due? Uh, the baby's due March 12th, and I've uh, we've had – Brief conversations about that. Um, we, we slightly disagree, but the baby's going to come on March 12th, so we're not going to have to worry about it. Okay, and you guys wouldn't mind if that became a little bit of an issue, if you guys can make, make Coach work into March, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Again, off to a great start, 8-3 and three to start the year. First place right now in Wesco 4A. Big game coming up, knock on wood, right? We're, for the time being anyway. Uh, a lot of big games to come, and these guys look fantastic. Gentlemen, thank you for your time tonight. Coach, thank you. Yeah. Best of luck to the Lake Stevens Vikings. Thanks, Steve. There we go. Lake Stevens of Vikings hey, of basketball. You had trouble hitting the button that time. Look at that. It rubs off on people. <laughs> yes, it does. And that, that game's going to be broadcasted on Friday, I believe, right? Yes, it is. STSPN. There we go. Let's tell you that today's show brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest, Mike Dixon Farmers Insurance, the law office of Russell and Hill, Community Transit, the Buzz In Steakhouse, Smoky Point Concrete, Marysville Toyota, Everett Engineering, Smoky or Snohomish County PUD, Glass by London, Ace Hardware Store in Lake Stevens. Who did we have on the show tonight, Steve? We had the Snohomish boys basketball coach, Jeff Larson. We then heard from Jessica Sparks and Michael Bumpus from the Cleats versus Cancer game that's coming up on MLK Day on Monday, 1 o'clock and 5 o'clock start times over at Popkini Stadium. We then heard from our Russell & Hill female student athlete of the month for December. That would be Vivian Barrett, who plays for Stanwood Girls Basketball, and her coach, Dustin Swanson. She mentioned also, by the way, Alex Iverson was her coach last year, and he was on the show tonight. Speaking of Alex Iverson, he and eight of his Lake Stevens boys basketball players joined us. It was Maddox, Marshall, Tyson, Max, Javon, Logan, Isaac, and Easton. There you go. We'll be back with you again next Monday night here on Prep Sports Weekly. Reminder, tomorrow night, it's the Ever Silver. No. Yes, Wednesday night's Ever Silver Tips. Thursday, we're back with you with high school basketball. It's the Jackson Timberwolves and the Lake Stevens Vikings girls' side. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.15 tip-off live from Lake Stevens High School gym. So, so much going on, you can't keep track of it all. And it's the 100th anniversary of high school basketball, girls' basketball in Lake Stevens. Huge, big celebration that I night. I saw that. That looks like a very cool experience. Yeah, so we'll have full coverage of that coming up. Joel Boyer joins me on the broadcast on you didn't Thursday. You didn't broadcast their games back then, right? For Steve Willits, I'm Tom Lafferty. <laughs> Good night from Everett. Smart Alec. KRKO Everett, K237GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3.
your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. K-R-K-O. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Carry on, wayward son. Okay. 